Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. He's going to use his veto power if he needs to. Let's go and bring in Mike Memoli, who's standing by for us. Uh, so, Mem, it, it is incredible how happy the Democratic Party is right now, how happy the president is right now, even though it is still looking like he's not going to maintain control of the House, the Democrats, and he could lose control of the Senate. But they look, I mean, just from that from that attitude and that, uh, you know, that energy, it looks like the Democrats won, even if they lose. It's funny you say that, Katie, because I've been joking uh, off camera, let's say, about never has a president been happier to lose control of the House. But I think it's just a measure of the level of expectations that the president himself alluded to in his remarks. He took shot at us here in the media the pundits who were all forecasting a red wave and then really did turn it around and thank the energy of especially the young people in this room and across the country who he said helped make the difference. Now, I know everyone can see on screen here, we still have MSNBC decision 2022 in the Chiron, but I think as I was watching this event, we're getting very close to changing that to decision 2024 because I can't help but watch this kind of event and hear the president and his speech here and not think that they're test driving the kind of message that he would take into a 2024. Okay. The question, we have a lot more people right there. They're laughing at you, right? They're they're saying that the control of the house and potential control of the Senate, definite control of the house and potential control of the Senate doesn't mean anything because they're going to get back to Washington as usual deal cutting transactions, et cetera. And, uh, and you know that that can't happen then we've definitely lost the country. So the question, there's many questions before us today with the McConnell, President Trump announcing next Tuesday, all the the madness over there with DeSantis, everything has happened. President Trump's now uh, put Glenn Youngkin on notice, right? Don't cross me uh, or deal with it. By the way, if you want to deal with it, go ahead, go ahead and cross it. Um, it's a free country. Um, but it, 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 it really is going to come down to this massive uh important vote on who's going to be Speaker of the House. And the question before everyone, is Kevin McCarthy tough enough? Is Kevin McCarthy focused enough? Is Kevin McCarthy not part of the cartel? Russ Vogt laid it out, Steve Cortez. And like I said, we've asked for surrogates to come on and make the case for Kevin McCarthy. So we're open to that. Um, the audiences, I can t- I know where the war room posse is. I can read the live chats, right? So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not stupid on this topic. Um, I want to go back to we got Arizona, we got Washington three, we got Bobert in Colorado, we got this whole situation in Nevada, uh, but I want to go back to Arizona. Uh, tonight is the next drop. Um, and uh, by the way, let's pull let's pull the uh, the uh, up on my getter. I think I've got the uh, the thing from um, Max Evans is up there about uh, about Maricopa County. If we can pull that, I want to play that. Um, and we're waiting for a special guest to join us, Ben Burquam. Just the process. I mean. Um, you know, uh, Charlie Kirk and Basobic and the team last night, Benny Johnson did another great live stream. I think we we drafted off their live stream because I was working on on actually Nevada last night. The um, And I think our live stream got to 30,000 people just on our picking up their live stream. I think their live stream was hundreds of thousands. Um, but it was, you know, late at night when these drops are coming. It, from what you know, is the next drop really going to be at 6 o'clock? Tonight, or are they going to do mini drops during the day? Because you still have this huge amount of, uh, of votes in Maricopa County. Uh, and what I'm understanding, uh, and we're trying to get uh, Carolyn Wren back on here, is that the next drop 
uh, could actually put uh, put uh, Carrie Lake uh, back either uh, put, put her on top or put her very close to being on top. Are they going to hold all of that uh, till uh, 6 p.m. Uh, Arizona time, be 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today? They haven't been clear on that, Steve. I, I was, uh, you know, again, we were uh, not allowed to get in there on the press conference. There's a lot of questions that weren't asked that should have been asked. But basically what we've been told is to expect about 60,000 uh, drops, uh, votes per day to be dropped. Uh, if yesterday was a guide to what today will happen, uh, it'll be later tonight. There was really nothing throughout the day. They basically waited till late in the evening and then they dropped all the earlier ballots. Again, the ones that padded the Democrats. They still haven't got into the 353,000 uh, of Maricopa that are still, you know, the 275,000 day of drop offs uh, and the uh, 100,000 from Pima County. So those are the ones that everyone's waiting for. But, uh, you know, it's just it's just outrageous what we're seeing here. It's just it's 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 criminal. I mean, this is this is not a third world country. This is America. And you sh- you shouldn't be waiting multiple, multiple days to get there. But that's what we are. And and again, uh, what they mean for evil, well, they're going to use for good. I got a yeah. friend over here and uh, that, yeah. that I wanted to bring in when we have a second. Sure. Uh, yeah, I tell you what, just hang on for one second. Hang our hold our friend for a second. I want to go to the uh, we've got yeah. the great Alex Jones joins us right now. Alex, uh, you know, we've got the Nevada situation. The, you know, things are coming in the middle of the night with no surveillance. You see these drops are going against uh, Marchant, going against Laxalt. You've got the situation in um, in in Arizona where they're saying, hey, you know, we could have the majority of the Maricopa County may be done by Monday or Tuesday next week. The Associated Press has just announced this morning that they're not even going to be close to calling the House uh, for our takeover of it uh, until at least Tuesday. And oh, by the way, in a buried lead, the California seats could take weeks to understand. Steve Cortez says that this is all about uh, exhausting and uh, and demoralizing uh, the MAGA movement. Uh, what say you, sir? Well, that's exactly what everything is. Flooding the borders, destroying the currency, drag queen pedophile time. All of it is about trying to break our will and they know there's a major political realignment against globalism and against the neo-leftist movements all over the world. And so the global WEF establishment through its proxies at the CCP and the Democratic Party, wholly owned, are doing everything they can to demoralize us with the fentanyl and the Hollywood message of hating ourselves and hating America and two men can have a baby. All of this is meant to break our will because we were asleep 20, 30, 40 years ago comparatively to now. So the frog has woken up that it's in the boiling water. We're trying to jump out, and they're doing everything they can to just overwhelm us and, and make us give up. But that's that's not that's not what's happening. Almost everybody I know is more energized by the clear fraud and manipulation. They understand only massive, massive red waves in the future at every level, local, state, federal, you name it, can override uh, these algorithms and these scams they're running. So the deep state is hanging on by its fingernails. We know even CNN reported on Tuesday, exit polls show destruction, annihilation from the Democrats. And of course, 74% national polls and other polls even higher showed that most Americans blame the Democratic Party and Joe Biden and we're going to vote for change. But then magically, uh, we probably have won the Senate. We probably have won, as you said, about 10 seats or more in the House, despite all the fraud, despite Google manipulating the algorithms on people being able to actually get to populist and conservative news. So there's lots of layers of manipulation. But despite all of that, we're actually going uphill like salmon swimming upstream and actually jumping over the dam. And so they want to slow this down and drag this out so that we don't get any type of victory in our minds, even though we are obviously seeing a major, major victory here. And uh, again, it's a process. They were able to steal it two years ago. They have not been completely successful this time. And the history shows, just like you go back to when they cheated um, President Andrew Jackson the first time, he came back even stronger years later. And so history always repeats itself. And as long as we don't let them convince us that we're defeated, we're not defeated because we have the historic basic precepts and values that made America and have made civilization great. We have to continue to advertise those facts that we promote safety and security and honor and prosperity and freedom. They promote a Venezuelan type Chinese communist nightmare. Walk through the, um, give us your thoughts on, um, 
you know, the, the, you've got them celebrating. It's a huge win for Biden. It's nonstop Trump. It's all Trump's fault. It's all MAGA's fault. And they're taking away not just the ability to us to get look, we're putting up the counter narrative, but you've seen conservative media essentially roll over most of it. Uh, conservative Inc. media, I might add, not the gateway pundits and, and the good guys. But um, they also want to take away the celebratory nature. They don't want Carrie Lake on global television with all the world's media there taking her bow with a five-point win on Tuesday night. They want to dissipate it into next week, right, and and to announce it at, uh, if not Sunday morning at uh, at 8.30, to do it like uh, Tuesday after Wednesday afternoon or like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. What is your What is your guidance to MAGA? about what needs to, what is the highest priorities we have to do to make sure people are not exhausted, not tomorrow's. Cause I know there are some people sit there. I just can't take this anymore. I can't do it. What is, what is the words of Alex Jones about this fight? Well, for people that just can't take it anymore, if we don't hold the line, it's going to be a hundred times worse. So this is easy. What we're doing compared to what it's going to be like if these authoritarians break our will. And so what you said is absolutely true. I, I think I couldn't say it that well, Steve, is that we had a victory despite all their fraud. They don't want us to ever celebrate that, so they're dragging it out until it's not a news story uh, anymore and then selling the fact that this is an endorsement of Biden and now Biden's going to run in 2024 again and Fetterman could run for president and this is just incredible. It's all a bunch of grandstanding to energize their base. Meanwhile, the Warhawks, the neocons, the rhinos are swooping in in a battle with Trump trying to make sure the populist wing of the party doesn't fully take over and are distracting everybody with this DeSantis-Trump uh, uh, ego battle. And I support both men, but I'll say this, it needs to stop. It needs to stop right now. But clearly, uh, it's some of the elements at Fox News, it's the National Review types and others that are there throwing a lot of fuel on this fire to not make it about the WEF and the open borders and the fentanyl and the new world order and, and the dollar devaluation and all the criminality and the fact that Biden can't string two sentences together and we've got this giant, bizarre, you know, road warrior mutant uh, being forced in to the Senate out of Pennsylvania. Instead of talking about how bad they are and, and mobilizing and saying, hey, we're actually winning this fight. We barely won this boxing match, but we did win it. Now we got to fight harder next time and keep mobilizing. Instead, we make it all about Civil War Republican Party, uh, you know, Republicans routed. Uh, no, we need to say, listen, we could have had better leadership in the House and Senate. Yes, we need to get rid of the old guard neocons and people connected to Mitt Romney. Yes, that's the real fight. So they're trying to distract us with the Trump-DeSantis fight instead of the leadership issue that's so central that you've been talking about. So we need to stay focused on the leadership of the House. We need to stay focused on these other races so they don't steal them. And we need to mobilize and take control of our local cities. You know, the deep state knows that they think global but act local because Democrats need these big blue city capitals to, to stay in power, be able to steal the rest of the states. And so that's what they're doing. They need control of their blue cities so they can keep control of each individual state and engage in fraud over and over again. So the real battleground isn't just in the House or Senate or the presidency. It is at the local level. And that's what scared the deep state so much when we saw millions of Americans going to city halls and going to the school functions and the school boards. And then we learned that Homeland Security wasn't called by the unions they told the unions to call them to try to declare parents that didn't want critical race theory uh, or all this pedophile garbage being taught in school to go intimidate them because if we actually get mobilized peacefully locally, if we start running for office and we support people running locally, we will build the coalitions that will take over the blue cities. And once we take the blue cities and once one blue city falls back to America, like Chicago, or could it be New York, or, or could it be Miami, or could it be Austin, Texas, or I mean, there's many, many towns. Once we finally ever take over one of those cities through the vote, they will all fall like dominoes. So we are liberating America from the neoliberal globalist Marxist combine, and we're going to do it. Alex, if you just hang on for one second, Alex Jones is going to join us on the other side. We're going to try to go to Washington, Arizona, Nevada. We're jammed up today in the war room. Be back in a moment.
Friends, if you haven't heard, the Energy Information Administration warned that we have fewer than 25 days of diesel fuel left in our national stockpile. That means that fuel for trucks delivering food could run out soon. If you don't have enough emergency food, now is your chance to get some before all hell breaks loose. Our friends at My Patriot Supply are making it easy to stock up right away. They're knocking 250 bucks off of their three-month emergency food kit. That's the lowest price since 2019. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now to get this great deal. But they don't offer this all day. So get the three-month food supply now. It stays fresh for up to 25 years, so it's ready the moment you need it. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com, and you'll save $250 on each three-month emergency food kit. Your orders ship fast and free. Don't wait for grocery store shelves to go empty. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. MyPatriotSupply.com. Use your agency. Take action today. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Alex, uh, Steve Cortez said in the last segment, he said it yesterday, too, that the, the McCarthy and McConnell, let's leave their personalities aside. Let's leave if they're warriors or not aside. But they come from a the deeper problems. They come from the corporatist globalist mentality that's really been the controlled opposition that's been the Republican Party for now 40, 40 plus years. Uh, do you agree with that? And if you do, then what are we going to do to change that, sir? Absolutely. They are vestigial dinosaurs who belong to a whole nother era. They are part of that whole lawyer class of the Republican Party that sold us down the river to communist China and to all these uh, anti-American policies. And they just can't help their instincts. They can't help where they came from. They can't help who their wives are and their connections to the CCP. And so they are heavily threatened by the whole MAGA Republican movement, by Trump, by DeSantis, by you, by all the great populists across this country that actually have record numbers of Hispanics and black folks voting Republican. We have almost taken the Republican Party over. That's why they misspent a lot of the big national campaign funds to make it ineffectual uh, because they actually don't want a huge new class of patriots coming in because they're inches away from being replaced. So they're in an establishment, circle the wagons with the Pelosi's, with the Bidens of the world, actually working against the American people. But when we see these elections being partially stolen, when we see all the propaganda and intimidation, that's not a sign of strength by the deep state establishment, the globalists. That's a sign of weakness and that they're holding on for dear life, that they are in their political death throes. And it's, again, the globalists in their own internal documents that have leaked have admitted in the last 10 years that globalism's in trouble. They said if Hillary lost, the New World Order would fall, and then now they've been in a counteroffensive against us the entire time. So, yes, for people that are the tip of the spear and people that are the leaders and people that are on the front lines, they make our lives very uncomfortable. They try to destroy us. They try to put us in prison. The, the examples are replete with just you know the folks hosting the show right now. But we stood up for this. We believe in this. We're not victims. We value this because we understand our forebears made sacrifices as well, and we stand on their shoulders. But that's why the viewers and listeners have to understand you've got to stay more focused than ever and realize there are a lot of people in front of you giving everything to make sure we've all got a collective future. And so don't be intimidated. Intensify your efforts and just trust in God. We're going to win this thing. We don't have a choice. Yeah, it's 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 to demoralize and uh, and and frustrate, um, and it's not going to happen, right? They're not they're not going to either demoralize us, they're not going to exhaust us, they're not going to intimidate us. Alex, how do people get to the show? We know it's not as easy as it used to be, so I want to make sure everybody can get to it. How do they do that? Well, that's right. I cannot tell your audience enough how important it is that they literally are the info war to promote warroom.org, promote infowars.com, band.video to take clips and articles, repost our stuff everywhere. Email and text message is one of the final frontiers where they can't censor populists and conservatives and nationalists as easily. So your listeners have to understand key articles you see in InfoWars, key interviews, things you think are most important. Share those. People can find the show 11 a.m. Central every day at InfoWars.com forward slash show. Steve, thanks so much for having me on. 
Thanks, Alex. Appreciate it. Let's go back. Um, uh, let's go back to Ben Burkwam. Ben, you're in Arizona. We're going to talk about drops uh, later in the show. Uh, but I think you have a do you have a, 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 a guess for us? I sure do. Yeah, I was actually Steve. I was out here. I was about to go on with you. And uh, Joe Medina came up. He was riding his bike. Uh, he's a huge War Room posse member. He's on. He's got audio. And uh, Joe, what do you want to say, brother? I want to say God bless you, Steve. And you're doing a great job. And the good Lord is going to prevail this situation. And all we have to do is forgive because forgiveness is greater than vengeance. Vengeance is mine, said the Lord. And we will prevail this one. And God bless you. You know, and I was thinking about it, Steve. I was really angry yesterday about what happened when they, you know, when they kicked us out and, you know, injustice, whatever you want to call it. Uh, And Joe came up and just reminded me he's actually riding his bike around the building, praying over the situation, praying against the principalities and powers of darkness. And really, that to me is what it's about. We got to stay focused on the mission, stay focused on what God has for us and know that the battle is mine, say it the Lord. And we keep walking in that. We pray that and then he guides us into where to go. But in the end, the victory is the Lord. So I I just appreciate you, Joe. Hey, I appreciate you, too. Love you, man. You, too, Steve. God bless. Yeah, Joe. Thank you. Nothing could be better. Benj, hang on for one second. That's what it's all about right there. He's yes, absolutely correct. We have nothing. The vengeance is, 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 uh, is um, this is not about vengeance. This is about setting this country right, okay? As sure as the turning of the earth, we're going to win, okay? Didn't say it was going to be easy. If it, uh, That's what Sunshine Patriot's about. This, these are the hard, tough, tough days, and that's why you got to just grind through this. It's grinding. Jason Miller, uh, do I have Jason? Jason, you know something about grinding. Before we talk about it, I want to talk about President Trump in next week and all that, but you've been through a few knife fights politically in your life. This whole situation with the speaker, just put, we had Russ vote on, and he walked us through a Twitter thread about the cartel that's there and how the conservative has always been off to kind of the side, the House Freedom Caucus. Just what's your assessment of what's going on right now in these power struggles, uh, particularly given the results? And AP is already saying they're not going to announce the House until at least Tuesday, and California could take three more weeks. You know, we've had Cortez, Alex Jones, others talking about they're trying to, this is a psychological warfare to exhaust and demoralize people. Your thoughts, sir? I think that's exactly right. They don't want President Trump to have a victory from election night. They don't want the Republicans to have the victory from election night. Look, no such thing as conspiracies, right, Steve? Uh, you know, but uh, also there are no such thing as coincidences here. I think that what we're seeing from the media is an effort to make sure they delay things. I even look at Kerry Lake. I mean, Kerry Lake's going to win this race. I think we even have a really good shot at getting Blake Masters across the finish line, Adam Laxalt. What I would like to see, Steve, I do think that Kevin McCarthy needs to, if he wants to have a chance of being speaker, he's being much more declarative that he is supporting President Trump. I thought uh, what Elise Stefanik did yesterday was very smart. And the fact of the matter is, it's going to be a MAGA-centric caucus for the Republicans in the House and even for the Senate. We need leadership to match. Uh, I want to go through uh, next Tuesday. By the way, I agree with you 100 percent. It's MAGA centric. And I think that's going to have implications. I think people got to get savvy on that because the MAGA centric nature of it's not going to go away. Uh, I want to talk about two things. We got about four and a half minutes. Number one, uh, your thoughts on next Tuesday, particularly given lame duck, uh, the race in Georgia, the, un- the next week <laughs> won't even be. We're not even know, know that because AP tells us not going to know the House, Senate, all of it. Uh, and then we'll talk about Getter for a second. But tell me your thoughts on next Tuesday, given the whole whirlwind that we're in right now. Yeah, so here's what's important for people to realize is that President Trump is going to announce on Tuesday that he's running for president. And it's going to be a very professional, very buttoned-up announcement. Uh, did a run-through this morning with the logistics team to have some great folks that are on board. All the details are covered. Uh, going to have a 1,000 people there with the signs. Uh, already, I think there are over 250 cameras that requested access. So they're literally building out additional risers to make sure that they have the overflow capacity. So people wondering, hey, this is coming together quick. What's happening? These guys are pros. These guys are ready to go. I personally did the, the checklist with them this morning. That's going to be fine. I spoke with President Trump. I caught him this morning. He was on the golf course and talked to him about Tuesday and really his focus. He said, look, there doesn't need to be any question. Of course, I'm running. I'm going to do this. And I want to make sure that people know that I'm fired up and we got to get the country back on track. And we talked for a couple of minutes about Joe Biden being at COP27. 
And he said, this is a complete joke. He's, Joe Biden is rolling over and playing dead for the globalists. And meanwhile, these guys are in the U.S. are uh, worried about completely inconsequential things. So let's get focused on what we need to. And everyone knows I'm going to run. So let's go and get it started. Fire off the football. And we're going to have a lot more about the logistics of this. And, uh, of course, we're going to cover it wall to wall. Jason, give me a couple of minutes. Getter has been just extraordinary. You know, last night we're doing these live streams up with uh, Charlie Kirk. And they've got, you know, tens and tens of thousands. We had 30,000 just popping on in in, um, in Arizona. Give us uh, the getter be, between Brazil, what's happening in Europe and uh, in the United States has been extraordinary. And, and not even counting what's, what happens with the going through to the into the mainland China. Uh, what's getter going to do special for this uh, rollout next week of President Trump? Uh, great question. So we'll be on the ground. We'll have multiple cameras there. We'll do an interviews with people who are around President Trump. Uh, all the coverage that you need, anything possibly that you could ever want to know or see from President Trump's announcement on Tuesday, you will find it right here on Getter. So don't need to change your channel. Don't need to change the dial. Stay focused where you are. We're going to be bringing it to you. Um, and additionally, things we got coming up, Steve, uh, we're over the 7 million mark for users. A couple of big things coming up. I know you have a lot of War Room listeners in the UK. We'll be there the entire week of Thanksgiving, the week of the 21st, first ever Getter Comedy Night, first ever Getter World Cup viewing party, doing those in the UK. We have an, we'll be announcing shortly, we're doing a World Cup viewing party in Rio coming up on November 28th. And then we just announced this morning that we're joining CPAC Japan, where uh, Japan is our eighth biggest country. We're growing globally, Steve. Wow. That's awesome. Incredible. Get on Getter right now. Download the app. You can't. Last night we had 30,000 people live chat. I was in the live chat for the entire time. It's just incredible. Uh, Jason, how do people get to you, sir? At Jason Miller in D.C. And Steve, you're uh, downplaying your numbers. Your numbers on a given day, you're easily up at 150, 200,000 uh, people who are viewing uh, around the clock. And that's just on the Getter channel only. Obviously, you have the podcast, you have the uh, Real America's Voice, all the way people are consuming War Room. Uh, it's a juggernaut. It is a juggernaut. Literally, I'm at dinner last night, Steve. I know I sent this this message to you. A gentleman comes up and he's like, Jason Miller from the War Room? <laughs> and and, and uh, I may as well just put that. I mean, get, get her what? President Trump who? They just, I'm Jason Miller from the War Room. So um, it's uh, literally at dinner last night. Yeah. No, your CNN days who? Jason Miller, the two years on CNN. Yeah. Uh, Jason, thank you so much, brother. Fantastic. You, get her. Download the app. It's totally free. It's 24-7. You can get everybody, Cortez, you get Pasovic, you get Charlie Kirk, just incredible. Okay, we're coming back. We always do uh, many special things on Veterans Day. We're going to also do it in the 5 to 7 show. As you know, we always take Veterans Day very seriously here. But we're in the middle of a political knife fight. So I'm going to bring a veteran on, a Green Beret, a hero and a patriot that's served his country, fought for his country, and he's fighting again to get to Congress. Joe Kent from Washington 3 next in the war room. We rejoice when the no more. Let's take down the CCP. Fair warning. Listen to this convicted home title thief explaining what happens when he forges your home's title and takes over as the new owner. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh, no, I have title insurance. It's in my name. Or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, nobody's calling you. You're living in a delusion. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days for that person to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. Home title fraud is growing two and a half times faster than credit card fraud. You could be a victim and not even know it. Here's how to protect yourself and verify your home's title is still in your name. Visit HomeTitleLock.com promo code radio. Then register your address for your no obligation home title report. A hundred dollar value you get for free. Again, get your free home title report at HomeTitleLock.com promo code radio feeling optimistic about that as well most again are uh, are probably game day voters we don't know how many more dumps are going to take place today i know that the major counties they're working today on the holiday and they're going to work tomorrow on this on saturday now whether or not they actually update the secretary of state's website that's uh that's not known yet we won't i guess we won't know until they actually do it this afternoon or don't do it this afternoon so it's kind of a standby and wait type of thing and again we there's no uh set number that they dump every single time the first day they dumped very few they dumped a lot more 
yesterday. So hopefully today, if they do release, it's a it's a significant size, so we know exactly where we're standing. But again, we're uh, we're about five thousand votes away, and you know whatever two point two point two seven percent down. That's it. Okay. How do people follow you during the day to get uh, constant updates? Absolutely. Ballot curing is absolutely essential. Go to wavote.gov. Go to all my social media, Joe Kent 16JAN19. That's where you're going to find screenshots step by step how to make sure that your ballot was actually accepted, that your vote was actually counted. Go to joekentforcongress.com to support us. We have curing teams out there and we're already lawyering up for the fight ahead. Joe Kent, if I had to be in a foxhole with somebody, I think I would pick you, sir. So thank you very much for being on here. Thank you very much, Steve. Happy Veterans Day to you and your family. Thanks, brother. Um, yeah, I want to give Mo, Captain Bannon, the uh, West Point uh, uh, Army, 101st, um, and um, an Iraq veteran. Um, great job, Mo. Uh, and Mo's grinding away right now, so I don't want to distract her from her uh, from her uh, her efforts. I would say chores, but they're not really chores; they're efforts. Um, I want to go to Patrick K. O'Donnell. First off, Mike Lindell, make sure you go to MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Got the buy one, get one free. He's got everything. Remember, because of this fight, and Lindell has been, I think, the lead and the top fighter, we're going to be back together this weekend on some things that we'll announce later in the day. Um, Mike is, um, you know, he's been kicked out everywhere. Big box, Walmart, shopping channels, Bed Bath & Beyond, everything there. He was the biggest seller. So make sure you go to MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Do it today. Patrick K. O'Donnell, you're always here. Normally we do an expanded effort and you're in studio, but since these elections are still on a knife's edge, uh, we've had to take up a lot of time on that. Walk, walk me through, you're, I think, the best combat historian of your generation. Give me your thoughts on what Veterans Day means to you and the importance of this day. It's Armistice Day in Europe, the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. The guns went silent in World War I. The war to end all wars. I guess that didn't work out. Patrick K. O'Donnell. Steve, it's always an honor to be on the war room with you, and thank you for the you know crucial role that you're playing, uh, especially today and all this week. Um, you know, Veterans Day is a very special day for me because um, 18 years ago, at exactly this time, I was in Fallujah with the Marine Corps as an embedded combat historian, a volunteer, and uh, went house to house with those Marines. And for me, we kind of came full circle about 10 years after that day where we, many of those men and I walked Bella Wood together. And that was the famous battleground for the Marine Corps in World War I, where they saved Paris. And the Marine Corps, as well as the second division and third division, helped hold off the great German drive on Paris. And it's that, uh, that great war, the first world war, where we have our first Armistice Day or Veterans Day. One year later, uh, President Wilson honors all the veterans of that war, and then it becomes um, a special day for all veterans in 1954. How has that informed? You actually were with a, a unit, uh, an active unit, in, uh, in one of the toughest battles of uh, modern American military history, which was Fallujah, second Fallujah. Um, what is uh, wh- what did you take away from that that informed your writing uh, and informed your uh, your relationship and appreciation of veterans? It's one thing to write about military history or war, and it's another to be a participant. And I was a participant. I was in a platoon um, and went house to house with three one third uh, battalion, first Marines, Lima Company. The book that was generated from that story was called we were one it's been on the commandant's reading list many times uh, in the past 18 years since that time and it's the, the story is a a relic of the battle of Fallujah. what i mean by that is it's about eight best friends it's it's about their stories only three of those men uh came out of iraq alive uh and it's the story of oral histories that were taken from the battle so it was one of the first time that that's ever been done. And uh, I don't think those men would ever, any of us could really say what we saw and did or how we felt, uh, except for the way that those oral histories were recorded during that battle. And it was house to house. It was some of the greatest Americans that I've ever seen. It was, as I called it, the next greatest generation of Americans that really rose to the occasion 
and uh, you know, 19, 20 year old, 21 year old Lance corporals that just did extraordinary things in extremely uh, challenging urban combat, as you mentioned, the toughest battle since Way City, uh, bunkered fighters, men that fought to the death. It was a Star Wars bar of international insurgents and terrorists, 19 different countries, men fought, you know, that took us to the death. Um, and we're there to kill Americans. It was a very uh, powerful experience for me that I'll never forget. But I'll also never forget men that were wounded that just, you know, leave the aid station to come back to their platoon because they were there to fight for their brothers. Really extraordinary uh, situation to see as an American. Patrick, how do people get to your writings and particularly the book? Uh, I think we were one uh, about Fallujah. How do people get there? I'm on Getter, which is a great platform, um, at Combat Historian and Twitter. Um, my website is patrickkodonnell.com. You can go on Amazon or barnesandnoble.com. The book's a bestseller. It's got five stars, over 500 reviews. And it's also, I've also written The Indispensables and 13 other books, which oh, no, love coming on your show. Whether it's the revolution, whether it's Korea, World War II, uh, this uh, great, fantastic book about the First World War, about the Tomb of the Unknown, or Fallujah, all of it. I'm waiting for your Civil War book. Patrick K. O'Donnell, love Can't you, brother. Thank you, you for doing this today. <laughs> yeah, thank no, you. Thank you, brother. Honor. Appreciate it. Um, just go, uh, just Amazon, Patrick K. O'Donnell. Any, anyone you buy, you will, uh, you will love and savor. Okay, something's very special happening in New Jersey about our veterans and about the remembrance of the Great War. Let's go to Saban Howard, the creator, the creative artist, sculptor of um, of really the monument that's going to eventually take be in Washington D.C. for the First World War. Saban, can you give us an update? The 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 if you showed the construct of it, uh, how you thought of this, and what's the eventual home going to be, sir? Oh, hey, Steve, good to see you. Uh, we uh, are making a 60-foot-long bronze wall with 38 figures called The Hero's Journey. And the story is of a soldier, a father that leaves home, enters into battle, comes out transformed, and then returns home to hand his helmet to his daughter, which is the next generation, World War II. And right behind me, uh, you can see our process. This is Ricky Zambrano, Afghanistan veteran, uh, seven-month combat veteran. Uh, the Marine. So I went directly to the source. We sculpt from life. That uniform he's wearing, saw combat, uh, the helmet. Boom, Ricky. There you go. That, that is real stuff. We sculpt from that and we create something that will be really viscerally powerful for the audience that comes to Pershing Park. We're going to drop it in that park on September 13th, 2024. I'm really excited because this is art that actually speaks about the sacred and elevates. So uh, I'm on this, uh, been on it since 2015, and we spent about 600 hours per figure. And it's sculpted in a very Renaissance-type style that's monumental and heroic. And that's the only way that I see befitting of the veterans served and move forward. When, the concept of the it is it it is a um, it is like from the Renaissance. It is monumental, epic, and heroic. When you uh, and we got a couple of minutes on this side, and I want to hold you through the break. Um, when you think of their journey, because they were so idealistic, we came into the war late, but we were the deciding factor in the war, and it was insanely bloody for the American participants. Who, quite frankly, I think since the memories of the Civil War had had. Uh, had uh, dimmed, had no earthly idea what they were in for as far as the mechanized nature of war yeah. and World War One and the trench warfare. In the hero's journey, how do you take, because the idealism, they thought they were fighting to end war forever, right? And it turned out that they were just the opening act in the bloodiest century in mankind's history. How does that inform your, uh, your um, creative art? It's the beginning of all war. It's not the war to end all wars, it's the beginning. And I don't foresee this planet ever, you know, unfortunately, wars continue. It's part of our, our nature as human beings. Uh, it has informed me in that I went directly to images that I found of veterans, of uh, nurses, 
of people that were getting on trains, leaving their families, going off to combat. And you have to think about this for a second. Here you have young people, most of them 17, 18, 19 years old, and they get on a ship. That's the first time they've been in a ship. And they sail across the Atlantic Ocean and they enter into this. It's, it's, it's a war zone. that I, I mean, I can't even comprehend it. 22 million people dying. War, and I believe it's something like some of these battles, like Battle of Bellawood, you have 75,000 people dying in an afternoon. And so the more that I looked at the imagery coming out of this war, the more I was struck here in my heart. And as an artist, I operate from this thought. I have to use my brain as well to manifest and create a form that's going to give you a really in-depth look into the, the character and nature of humanity. And so each of these scenes that I've created is meant to transfix the viewer. So when you walk along the wall and you, and you are taking this walk that's 60 feet long, it's as if you were in a, a, a movie, except you're looking at a sculpture. And that sculpture has a great deal of monumentality to it. And so that energy of all these figures that are interlocked and connected together will pass on to the viewer. Sabin, hang on for one second. We'll take a short commercial break. Sabin Howard, the creative artist, sculptor in back of this really magnificent um, monument to the heroes of the First World War, the men and women who fought. Back in a moment in the war room. If you want to know what the left's real plan is for your kids, just look at the reaction to the work Patriot Mobile did in multiple school districts in the great state of Texas. The left is losing their minds. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider and a force for conservative values. This is because they take a portion of your bill and fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and guess what? They're winning. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. Now go to PatriotMobile.com. That's one word. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call the following number, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code Bannon. Special discounts are also available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement. Make the switch today and a difference tomorrow. That's patriotmobile.com slash Bannon. Patriotmobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Make an impact. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture join the marketplace of ideas the platform for independent thought has arrived superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship no more cancel culture enough getter has arrived it's time to say what you want the way you want download now okay make sure uh tpusa.com slash war. Make sure you go there now. This is turning point to get signed up for the, uh, I think, 16 December, uh, this America Fest. You want to be there. Candace Owens is going to be there. Tucker Carlson, myself, of course, Charlie Kirk and Jack Basobic, uh, but many, many others. Uh, Darren Beatty is going to be three days of incredible uh, conferences, talks, speeches, workshops, all of it. You do not want to miss it out in Metro Phoenix. It's going to be incredible. Uh, also, Federal judge outlawed, they said unconstitutional on the uh, on the trillion dollars of debt. Find out how this all came about. Charlie Kirks, if you go there, tpusa.com slash war room, you can get the uh, his book, College Game. You understand the trillion dollars they were trying to shove off to your sh uh, shoulders, and they're still fighting to do it. This is how they bribed these kids to vote on uh, last Tuesday. A federal judge, I think in Texas, uh, ruled it was unconstitutional, so a big, long fight there. I want to go back to Sabin Howard, uh, this very uh, moving uh, remembrance of World War One, because we don't have one. 
uh, which is pretty shocking. Um, Sabin, I, I want to go back through and have you walk the audience through both the monumental nature of it. It's 60 feet, and you take the hero's journey all the way through. But right. what makes it so powerful is the incredible detail, the attention to detail in each aspect of it that really makes it just jump out at you. Walk us through how you do both. How do you keep and think the, the, the broad sweep of it with the minute detail? Well, so I brought the uh, maquette here, this um, five-foot model that went through the Commission of Fine Arts. And um, starting on this side, you have the father leaving his daughter and then leaving his wife. And then here he is entering the battle, leading the charge. And the next figure is the shell shock figure. And the very last figure is him giving the helmet to the daughter. So this, as you can tell, there's a lot of figures here. And the detail, as Steve has mentioned, is at a very, very high level. Because the way that I sculpt, it's um, I'm traditional. I don't go and look at things with a computer or photographs. I work directly from people. And it's I, I call it drawing on steroids. That's what sculpture is where you have to look at what you're seeing and then you have to transform that into an art form. And so it's this application of clay and diagramming and drawing on the clay itself that is all about like pushing out into space. So these figures here are also thought of and conceived in the same manner. They're busting out of this plane. So I went through a commission of fine arts and we, they tried to minimize the sculpture as much as possible. So we, we went the opposite direction. We went along with that, but then we took the figures and we enlarged them so that they break the plane of the ground. So, for example, the shell-shocked figure right here, which is the central figure. He's a, the protagonist in this sculpture. He's become six foot eight, but the back the background is smaller than him. So it's this sense of you cannot contain this energy, this um, character and all these soldiers are portrayed in a way that is incredibly monumental and heroic. And I use models. I look at these models that are heroes unto themselves. They're, for example, the bodybuilders that I use, like Jessica Falborn or Ricky Zambrano, who was a Marine for seven years. These are people that are like heroic in nature. If you look at them, they're not regular people. And so I'm not, I'm not using people that are not of the, the, the correct stature to portray something that is so critical and important to our country. How did, we got a couple of minutes left. How are we, you've worked, you've worked on this, what, 10 years of your life, 11 years of your life by the time yeah. from the original concept to the installation. How is it that given it was the war to end all wars and in a massive conflict for us, how is it that we haven't had this done in 1932, 1935, why is it in, why is it 2024 instead of 1924? an order in the universe. And you end with a war that is so catastrophic on a mental, a mental front for humanity, where 22 million people die. Is there really a God? And there's this way now that begins then where humanity sees itself as alienated, as isolated, as you have this sense of like, you know, the end of an era where there's a sense of order and the beginning of modern culture, which is now, this is where we are today, direct result of this war. And so if you think about it, okay, 116,000 people die, soldiers die for, from our country. Now that's the punch on the nose in relation to what happened in Europe where 22 million people died. And you have the stock market crash. So historically, other things usurped what, what was something very significant. But I, and from my perspective, I'm making something that when people go to this memorial and they're like fascinated by the actual dramatic and dynamic nature of the kinetic energy moving forward, 
they will then take this energy and go back home and start to do some research on their own and want to know more about the war. And I, I think that's, that is my task. That is what my mission is. Your task and purpose. Sabin, how do we got about a minute? How do people get to you on social media? How do they go and find out more about this uh, really incredible monumental work? Thank you, Steve. Well, I'm at sabinhoward.com. Very plain and simple. sabinhoward.com, best way to find me. And I have an Instagram post, Sabin Howard Sculpture. Sabin, thank you very much. We're looking forward to visiting with you and follow you on this journey. It's just absolutely incredible and a great um, um those who fought uh, would be very glad that this is in your hands. Trust me, that the fought thank and died. You. Thank you. I'm here to serve. Seven. Thank you. You are serving. Okay. Um, we've got a lot of work to do. We're going to be up on Getter in the afternoon. We're going to be back here five to seven live. Uh, we're going to be tomorrow morning. We're going to be up on Getter. Um, it's to the ramparts. It's to the ramparts. If you want to save your country, it's to the ramparts. Back here at 5 o'clock. Get us on Getter. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and the big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash war room to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.